Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to Gather and Glean. Um, This is a podcast where usually we meet up with older and wiser women, and we talk to them and ask them questions and um, hear the wisdom that God has given them. Um, But however, today is a little bit different. Um, I interviewed my husband, Jacob, and so um, that is what we're going to be listening to today is my interview that I did with my husband. And this, um, when I did this, this was like, goodness, like, last summer. So it was 2018. So, uh, it was a little while ago. I was still pregnant with our, our daughter, Abigail. And, um, it was the very first interview that I ever did. You know, I was gearing up for, for interviewing somebody and, um, I was like nervous. So I wanted to do a practice round and I thought, you know what, this might actually be something good, um, to share with everybody. And, so my husband was a really good sport, and um, he did this with me. So I really hope it's a blessing to you guys. Last month, um, we interviewed Dina, and we talked about waiting, and we uh, we got some really good advice from her. Um, so this month, um, you guys are just going to be hearing a little bit about um, my story with, with my husband, Jacob, and um, kind of the way that we did things, and, you know, just want to want to say this um, before you even listen to it. Everybody's story is different. Um, God is doing something different in each of our lives. He has um, a path that he has set before us. Um, and so the way that he does things for you might not look like the way things that happened with me and my husband. And, you know, I'm super thankful um, for the way that God did things for us. And the way that we were able to wait for each other. Um, But that's just not always the way it goes. And so um, please just listen to this and and just hear what, you know, we what my husband has to say. But don't feel like you have to do it this way. You know, always, always, always go to the Lord in prayer and and ask him for guidance and um, let him lead you in your story, you know, um, waiting is going to be different for each of us. So, um, just wanted to say that, um, I, I just hope that it's an encouragement for you. So let's get right into it. Well, Hey Jacob, welcome to the podcast. Hey, (laughs) are you excited to be here? Yes. I know it. (laughs) Today is a very exciting day because we have um, my husband, Jacob, here on the podcast with us. Good evening, fellow gleaners. (laughs) It's a little bit of a different um, episode of Glean um, because usually it is is with other women, older women who are like wiser and we get to from them and today though um, I just wanted to bring my husband onto the podcast because we're kind of talking a little bit about waiting lately and I wanted to um, dig into a male's brain a little bit about um, his experience with me his wife (laughs) when we were dating and um, before we were dating before we were together and so a little there might be a little bit of our story um, in here and so that'll be fun um are you ready? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, well, here's a couple questions just for us to ease into it a little bit. 
Uh, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is green. Green. What kind of green? I uh, like a dark forest green. Oh, okay. Well, it matters because if it was lime green, you might be a different kind of person mm-hmm. than I thought. Um, <laughs> anyway, next question. What is your favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie is, uh, well, movies, plural, would be Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. And I like The Hobbit, too. Is there a specific one of the three that is your favorite? Um, Probably Return of the King. Because it's the last culminating film, and um, it's it's good. Yeah, I mean, maybe The Two Towers, because of the battle at Helm's Deep is probably (laughs) my favorite. (laughs) We could go on and on about this, couldn't we? Yeah, for nine-plus hours. (laughs) Um... Okay, well, let's just let's just move on. So, um, how many years have we been married? Uh, next month on the sixteenth, it'll be two years. And have these been the best years of your life? Um, <laughs> I, they've been really good. Um, I prefer being married than not married. Yeah. Me too. It's definitely been a different um, chapter of life. It has. Going from single to married. Yeah, it's different, huh? Um, what's your favorite thing about being married? Um, the, my favorite thing about being married would be companionship. Um, having a best friend that I can open up to and talk to and know that they're going to um, be around uh, even if the Lord takes them home, and knowing that while they're here on earth, that, uh, that you'll be around for me. Hmm. That's sweet. Yeah. Companionship is important. And so going into, like, choosing a spouse, it's probably a good thing to find someone that you like, <laughs> that you like to be around. Well, I like what John Miller says about God gives the best to those who leave the choice to him. Um, and so just ultimately waiting on the Lord for him to bring mm, that person along in his good. timing. That's good. What do you, what would you say is the most challenging ac- aspect of marriage? Um, the toughest part about marriage, um, would be, I'd say, um, coming clean with, uh, sin. Um, mm-hmm. when, uh, no matter what it is, um, when I, hurt you um, and have to uh, face the music um, and come clean about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Because I know that if I don't, that it's just going to create more separation in our relationship and we'll be growing. Um, it, it Sin, like, puts a wedge in our relationship. And the longer I go neglecting it, the longer or more um, bigger that wedge becomes. And I, I think that it, it kind of drives us away from each other in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so we we love each other a lot right now. You know, we're, we're married. But it wasn't always like that. You know, we were, there was a season where we weren't together and we were just friends. And there's a season of probably about three years that I 
loved you and you didn't notice me. <laughs> and I kind of watched you, um, you know, be interested in other girls and just just waited and waited. And, um, and it was hard, but I just want to kind of ask you for some of the single girls who might be interested to know um, what you, if you can remember what was something that, was there something that I did that finally got your attention or no? Um, you know, I, what, what my, my response to that is uh, the simple response is what got my attention is your love for the Lord. Um, being able to serve with you in the church and um, to see your love and care for the young ladies in the junior high that we served with and um, just that you you had your mindset on things of above, um, uh, questions about God's word, uh, a focus on growing in your relationship with the Lord, um, a focus on um, pointing others to Jesus. And I would say that um, this, the simple answer to your question is uh, your heart for the Lord is what made me take notice of you. Um, I'd also say that uh, for those three years that I knew you, for my own personal relationships, it was just a time of confusion. And um, rather than waiting on the Lord, uh, I found myself uh, in these bouts of just confusion um, these uh, times of just not knowing uh, what direction the Lord would want me to go in and praying about it and uh, Lord, this person, this person. Um, but really what I, I should have done um, is just waited on the Lord and not uh, try to navigate those territories in my own um, uh, thinking and in what I felt um, what I should have done. That, that Bible verse in Proverbs that says um, a man plans his steps, but the Lord, uh, directs his path. And, um, I should have just let the Lord, um, direct and been looking and focusing on him. Mm-hmm. That's so important when, when there's, when you're wanting to be in a relationship, because I think, um, I know for me when I was single, I, I was really interested, like I wanted to be in a relationship. That was like, my desire was to be in a relationship. And I think, um, it's so easy for us to want to take that sort of thing into our own hands. And sometimes um, a lot of people do do that um, rather than letting God take the reins on things. And I know that um, that it's so important to note that you do not need to put yourself out there in any sort of way um, because it sounds to me like the things that attracted you to me was not, you know, like things that I was doing um, towards you or like the way I was doing my hair or how I was acting, but it was my relationship with the Lord that drew you. Yeah. And I I think of this um, phrase that I would hear people say, and it's not necessarily in the Bible. I mean, it's not in the Bible at all, Um, but they would say how you catch them is how you keep them. And I think if our relationship was founded on your looks that if I was, uh, if you caught me by, um, uh, your uh, stunning beauty or um, some other exterior uh, uh, thing, then it would pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I was drawn to you, because of your love for the Lord, that's something that's going to last. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Okay, next. Oh, no, not next question. Um, I did want to share this verse from 1 Peter um, chapter 3, mm-hmm. verses 3 to 4, because it, it's it's really good in, in regards to attraction and that sort of thing, because um, women, as women, we want to be beautiful and we want to be noticed. And um, this verse um, says, Do not let your adornment be merrily outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. And more more than wanting to um, get the attention of a man, um, it's the most important thing is to um, to be pleasing to the Lord, um, I would say. And... And I think if if we're seeking to please the Lord and to walk according to how he would have us walk, then um, we're going to attract the right kind of guy. Um, Next question. What was it that caused you to finally decide to have a conversation with me and pursue a relationship? Um, But the big turning point was being able to hang out with you with um, a, a close family, uh, a church family, and being able to see you just hanging out. And it wasn't like I would um, go to those uh, hangouts just to, 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 to hang out with you. But because you were there and I was observing you, um, then I started noticing things I didn't notice before. And so, um, initially I've always, uh, been, um, I've found your love for the Lord, something, uh, special. Um, and then when I was hanging out that summer with you before we started dating, before you left for Ireland, uh, that's when I started noticing your personality and I thought, wow, this, this girl's real, um, real funny and real, uh, sweet. And, um, then, Eventually, I, I started developing an attraction um, to you. And then uh, when I was considering pursuing a relationship with you, um, that's when you left for Ireland. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's, that, that would be it. It was, it was hanging out and just observing how you, how you were as a person. Mm-hmm. And then I remember coming back from Ireland a little unsure of if we were going to have some kind of conversation and I thought that it was never going to happen, but you were, um, because I saw you a couple times, um, after I got back and I thought maybe we're going to have some kind of conversation to define the relationship conversation, but it didn't happen immediately. And I think you may have been sorting through some things before you made that move because it was a big deal for you to have that conversation with, with me, wasn't it? Yeah, I, we were writing letters back and forth, um, and that did cause a little confusion when you're in Ireland. But um, I was praying about it when you came back because I, if I was going to pursue a relationship with you, um, I I felt like I I spent enough time um, getting to know you uh, over the years, and I mean obviously I didn't. Uh, know you as well before um, before we started dating 
but it was something I prayed about for a couple of days. Like, do I want to pursue a relationship with you? Um, because I, I didn't want to and then back out. Right. And, and so um, I was praying about it. And I was reading so many uh, books on marriage and um, uh, choosing a spouse and, and from just these uh, pastors that I, I trust. And there was one particular book that I was reading and um, there was a section in there and he was talking about his wife and uh, how he um, realized at one point they were fighting a lot and his mentor talked to him and he's like, well, like, what should I do? And he's like, well, you're going to fight with your wife. But the question you have to ask yourself is, um, is this the woman uh, that you want to be fighting with for the rest of your life or is it someone else? And um, for me, I, I realized uh, just who you are and um, who I've known you to be, that there was no one that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with besides you. And so mm-hmm. when I had that um that like sure mind uh it was that night um december 21st 2015 that i i knew i was going to move forward with you um into a marriage relationship but um that confidence i i don't know if that confidence i don't think that confidence comes to everybody mm-hmm. i know that the lord works relationships differently um for different people but i knew for me i i was confident that um I wanted to be with you no, no matter what. And so ha- for us having that conversation, it was it was practically like saying I do. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just, do you want to get to know each other and see if this works? It's, I want to marry you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really ask you if you wanted to be my girlfriend. <laughs> no, it was you just didn't. like kind of... Um, I didn't know. I think for a couple of weeks that you were my boyfriend. I knew that we were pursuing marriage, but I didn't know. Um, I didn't even know that I should sit next to you at church or like... (laughs) Our relationship was a little bit different than, I would say, the average couple has a relationship because, I don't know, we... We knew what we we knew that we wanted to be together, and it wasn't just just a dating to see if it worked out. And I think you should be very careful when when you are dating somebody, you know, and kind of still having to guard your heart a little bit. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't think it's um, like I don't think it is the wise thing. I don't think it's erring on the side of um, being wise when you. Uh, have that kind of mindset that I had, like, no, I'm going to marry you um, because, uh, you know, God could have had other plans. Mm -hmm. And until, like, we actually have our wedding day, that's when it becomes official. And so anything before that point um, is really open for wherever the Lord's going to guide and direct. Mm -hmm. Um, And so even though I had that confidence, um, I I should have not been um, so, uh, like, headstrong on it. Like, (laughs) yeah, this is what's going to happen. Um, because I, I don't know what God's plan it was going to be, um, but I, I was definitely confident that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah, and our our dating relationship was a short season because of our confidence. Yeah, three um, months. 
Our friendship, though, too, was a little bit different than I would say the average friendships would be because, I don't know, I know a lot of um, young people like to just have best friends that might be guys, but we were very, like, our friendship was even very shallow. Like, we didn't go very deep until we were in a relationship. And I think God just kind of was protecting us and um, guiding us in his timing. And I'm sure it's different for everybody. And I think you did a good job guarding your heart with that too, because um, sometimes I would text you and then you just would text back one word (laughs) answers or you wouldn't really text back. um, I didn't want you to know that I liked you. Oh, when we were dating. Oh, before we were dating. Before we were dating. Yeah, because if you texted me, I always thought like... He must love me. (laughs) It's good, though. I think you guarded your heart um, with that. Thank you. I tried to guard my heart against you because you were very powerfully present. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, just kind of in closing, is there any advice that you would give to a single girl, girl who is waiting for her husband? Uh, I, I would give a couple pieces of advice. The first thing I would do is I would make a list of all the qualities that you want for your future husband, and I'd put it in the front of your Bible, and um, I would pray about it. Uh, tell the Lord um, the desires that you have on your heart and leave it in his hands. Um, and so that's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do is give as much time and attention as you possibly can to your relationship with Jesus. Uh, Jesus is the ultimate model for um, the kind of husband that you should want. Uh, he um, died for his bride, and he is washing and sanctifying his bride. Um, and so you want to find a man uh, that's going to um, not physically, well, I mean, you want to find a man that's going to um, put you first, uh, to put your needs before his own. And um, who's going to love you like Jesus loves you. And that's impossible, but uh, you want to find a man that's going to strive to do that. Uh, And not that you're looking, um, but that you're just waiting on Mm -hmm. the Lord. And there's nothing wrong with um, hanging out with guys, but I would advise to do that in a group setting. Mm -hmm. Never hang out one-on-one with a guy um, just for accountability purposes and Especially if you don't know the guy, the guy can um, take advantage and um, you just don't want to put yourself in an unsafe situation. And so I I would say make that the second thing is to commit it to the Lord. And the third thing I would say is uh, be the woman right now that you want to be in marriage. Um, Be that that godly woman that that the scriptures Mm -hmm. clearly outline um, because you don't just get married and you become a different person, uh, you carry in your characteristics and, and who you are from singleness to marriage and any sin struggles that you have, you carry those right in and then it just becomes that much um, more tougher because it's not just you, but you're bringing in another person who's a sinner and then um, it becomes difficult. So I, w- I would just say, uh, grow in the Lord, stick close to Jesus and um, let him transform you into that um, godly young woman or mm-hmm. middle-aged woman or any, mm-hmm. any age woman um, that the Lord uh, 
is calling you to be. Yeah, so good. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I uh, thank you for having me, and thank you, uh, fellow gleaners, for um, <laughs> listening. You're really pushing for that, gleaners, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. I'm going to stick around for a minute, and I'm going to close this out. Okay, so there you have it, you guys. Um, I hope that you um, found a little bit of encouragement um, through this interview that I did with Jacob. Um, I do have to say this one thing. When I asked him if these have been the best years of his life being married to me, his answer was supposed to be yes. So (laughs) I asked him afterwards if um, he was having a good time in our marriage and he said that um that yes these have been the greatest years but um when he thinks the best years of his life he's thinking like in the future too and he doesn't know what the future holds (laughs) so okay all right you're off the hook there okay um but before we close things out I just wanted to share with you guys um you know this is how God did things for us but it, it, it looks like a neat little wrapped package um, wrapped up for you because you you weren't there through the whole time. You know, I know what it's like to wait. And it, and it looks like, oh, what a great story. Um, look, it, it doesn't seem very hard because, you know, you see the end result. But I was there. I was in it. I was waiting and I was like, anguishing over this waiting process. It was super hard for me, but the Lord, um, he worked and I can't say that, um, he was always giving me strength. Maybe he was, but I know that I struggled with it. Um, I wanted to share this verse with you here. It says, um, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths um, straight or he will make straight your paths. Sometimes it's really confusing to know what to do when you're waiting for a spouse. It's a really big decision. Um, But the Bible says that when you trust in the Lord with all your heart, and you lean not on your understanding, but you lean on God's understanding, which is so much bigger than ours, acknowledging him in all that you do, in all your ways you're acknowledging him. He's going to make your paths straight. He's going to direct you. And so just keep pressing into Jesus and allowing him to lead you. Because it's so easy to to take this sort of thing in your own hands um, and think, you know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I want. I'm going to go out and get it. But Proverbs 16, 9 says, The heart of a man plants his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. The Lord's got you. You know, he's doing it. Let him. And um, uh, I I just truly believe that um, if you give this over to the Lord, um, he's going to do a good thing. Um, a very good thing in your life. Um, So I hope that helps you guys. I know that um, 
that waiting in just one little podcast, you know, it's not going to make things <laughs> easier, but maybe a little, but um, I know that I listened to so many different messages and sermons and read so many books, and it was always still hard. Um, but just know that you're not alone. Um, waiting is hard, but um, you're not alone in this. There's a lot of people who, who have been there, and um, we understand. And um, if you guys need prayer, please, please, please go to my website and um, go to the contacts page, and please feel free to just... Um, send me a message. I would love to pray with you um, and for you. Okay. So, all right, you guys, that's all for today. Um, Just remember to always, always, always be you.